You are listening to the South Tacoma Assembly of God Sunday morning service podcast. We pray that the word of God in this message will cause you to grow and that you will be strengthened as you walk out the unique purpose that God has placed inside of you. Good morning, South Tacoma. What a mighty God we serve. Let's take time to pray. Father, we come and we give you thanks. Lord, I thank you for the day that you have made. Lord, I pray for your people. I pray for this nation. I pray for the things that matters the most, that's given you honor, glory, and praise for relationship. And I thank you for the loss. And Lord, how we as a body of Christ, as a body of believers, are going to reach the loss, how we're going to look to you, the author and the finish of our faith, to provide us with the wherewithal, with the wisdom that will help us, God, orchestrate. Lord, lead our steps. Lord, I pray, too, that, Lord, you would so be Jehovah Jireh for those that are sick, those that are in need of healing. Now, Lord, as we embark upon the word today, Lord, I pray that you would so, oh, bless the hearer. Lord, bless those that are right now in need of encouragement, need a word. And, Lord, we are dealing with the subject, oh, God, a step for 2021. And I pray, God, that this step today will create a transition, will create some form of looking beyond now and into tomorrow, knowing that you await us. Lord, I thank you. Forgive me of my sins, Lord, and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, we're going to take communion eventually today. So if you haven't got the word, I'm telling you right now, we're going to be taking communion at the end of the service. So if you want to prepare some bread and you want to provide yourself with a cup, we're going to partake of the cup, we're going to partake of the bread, and we're going to pray. So with no further ado, let's get into the word. I, I was looking at today. And I was giving thanks to God, and, and I, I thank God for our uh, model of South Tacoma. Because our model is connect, grow, serve, and celebrate. And I think every believer should know how to connect. Every believer should grow in the things of God. And I believe as believers and as we continue to relate and as we continue to really grow in God, we serve. And as we serve, we are to celebrate that time where the lost is saved. And given uh, that opportunity, what an awesome uh, mission we have, which is to reach and transform lives through the love of Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, we are going to, at South Tacoma be inwardly strong and we're going to be outwardly focused. We're going to look outside of these walls because I'm telling you, there's something about recognizing what it takes to encourage. One, one thing I... I found out about God. He's there when you're down. He's there when you're up. He's on when you're all around. But most of all, he will never leave you nor forsake you. And because of that, every day I get up, I have my I will today. And my I will today is, 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 is five simple, but they're growing. I have an I will today. And my first I will today is I will trust God. I mean, there's something about understanding, trusting God, because when you, we trust God, we're looking for God to do miraculous things because of the trust. And I like what Peter said in his first letter. In 1 Peter 1, in verse 9 of chapter 1, 
First Peter, he said the reward for trusting him, the reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your soul. In other words, God has a reward for trust him. And that reward is so, oh, so cool. I think I really thank God for it because it, what it's saying is, is he will rescue because salvation is rescue. He will rescue our soul. He will rescue our mind, will, and emotion. What an awesome God we serve. Because I tell you, a lot of times where I've been in this, this past year I've been going through, and I'm telling you right now, understanding what rescue means, means all, oh God, means all the trusting in the word because God said he will and he has. And I tell you, my faith is soared in 20. 20, and it continues to soar in 21 because of the steps that we have been embracing. And again, I will trust God today. Number two for me, I will seek God through his word. There's something about the word of God and the authority that it carries, that divine authority. Number three, I will let, oh, the love of God be the center of, oh, center of my thoughts and deeds. I will. Let the love of God be the center of my thoughts and my deeds. Number four, I will. I will not quit today because Jesus is my today and tomorrow. You can't quit if Jesus is your today and your tomorrow. What are you going to quit to? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and number five, I will. I will work today on making a better me. Not that's that's kind of that touches me because I know the only person that is going to change George is George through God. So I'm going to not quit. I'm going to trust. And when I trust, I'm going to work on being a better George so that you and I could harmonize. Amen. So we can be unified, so that we can walk together in agreement. And I thank God for this year. I said, I thank God for this year. And I keep saying, I'm glad 2020 is not behind us, but it continues to be with us because I'm still working through 2020 through 21. It's a step. And we, we're talking about the steps. I said, we're talking about the steps. <laughs> to 2021 and we look at it i know you you young folks love these acronyms so i came up with one step and that step is stay alert the s is stay alert the t is temperate amen the e is established amen and the p is plausible when you talk a plausible you talk about credibility and a believer should be a credible source a believer should be established. A believer should have a temperament. It should be ready. Oh, and I tell you, we have to be alert. We have to stay alert. Now, I just gave you a step backwards, but I'm saying you have to recognize that God wants us to be in the know because by being in the know, we are going to be able to step according to his purpose according to his will but most of all in the season that he has provided and i'm telling you right now i look at god and i was uh, uh, i mean I, I was i was 
reading because I read the Old Testament and New Testament. I try to get a, a feel for where, where everything that God's working in my life, I can see it in the, in, in the old and I can see it in the new. And I was, I was looking at Deuteronomy 28 because we're talking about steps, step in 2021. And those steps has a lot to do with what 2020 has provided. And again, you can't just leave or think you're leaving a season because you're walking into a new year. Season only are done when you have obeyed out of the season and time has been permitted. But most of all, obedience has created oh, a new thing. Now, with saying that, I was looking at Deuteronomy 28. And Deuteronomy 28 verses 1 says, Now shall come. Hey, now. It shall come to pass. If you diligently, oh God, you diligently obey the voice of your Lord, your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today. Moses is talking here. That the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Mm. And when we talk of steps, we talk steps in when we step, we step up, we step out, and we step into. And I'm telling you, when God said here in Deuteronomy, he said, if we would obey all of his commandments today. Moses said, my goodness, he, he put it before the people. If you would obey his commandments, what God would do, he'll bring you, bring you above the situation. He, you, you, you'll step up. Oh, I love that. When you step up, let me tell you, when you step up, what you're actually looking at is God's provision. His provision to bring you above what is presently in front of you to a, a state of, of being above and not beneath. Because if you look at the scripture in, in verse 2, it says, All and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obeyed the voice of the Lord your God. Uh, I, I'm telling you, obedience brings increase. And again, when you're talking steps, when you start looking at what God is doing in your life, you got to look at what you're stepping toward. When you look at what you're stepping toward or you're stepping in God, and when you're stepping in God, you're, you're rising above the situation. Now, <laughs> the scripture says, <laughs> Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. In other words, if, he, if he's lifted, as he's being lifted on the cross, eyes was on him. And there was any and everything that was, uh, uh, was pitched toward him. But let me say this. Out of his obedience, you and I have life and life more abundant. Jesus God rose. He rose, he, he rose up to the cross. He died, but then he rose from the dead. And I tell you, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a beautiful story about that, but I, can't, I don't have time for that. But I can tell you this. In Deuteronomy, he says, he will bring you above. He will bring you above through your obedience. Let's look at, at, at uh, um, jump down to verse 12. Verse 12 says, the Lord will open up his good treasures, the heaven, who give the rain, your land, in its season. Did I say word season again? You remember in season, there's two activities in the season. 
sowing and reaping, but it takes rain <laughs> when you've sown <laughs> to, to, boost, to uh, boost nourishment, to create growth in a season. And when you create growth in a season, the process of growth begins to bring an end to a season. Oh, yeah. And part B says, and to bless all the work of your hands. Your hands. Oh, God, touch our hands. Touch our hearts. Provide us clean hands and a pure heart. It says, so shall, <laughs> so shall, so shall God be a blessing as a result of your obedience. You shall, you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. Oh, I love verse 13. Verse 13 says, and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them, oh, look at the blessings. Look at the blessings. Look at how God has, I mean, I'm just reading from Deuteronomy, and I'm giving this to bring understanding that as we're looking today, we're looking for God to do the miracles in our life because he said he would. But we have to make sure we're doing our part through the, uh, obeying his word. And when we obey his word, we're looking not as just a, God, a miraculous God and a God that's, uh, that, that, that said he'd do what he'd do. I'm thinking on this order. If we would put ourselves in a position to declare, to declare what the word of God says we are, then we're putting ourselves in a, a win position because we are blessed. And to be blessed means to be programmed to succeed. And I'm telling you, I'm looking at, at, at how God wants to put things together to help us in, in any time we're in need. We should always look to him. Again, earlier I said, if, though, if you trust in God, I said, if you trust in God, he provides you with a rescue or salvation for your soul. Now, I was looking at, at steps. Again, we, we're talking about steps. And I was looking at uh, um, Psalms 37 and 21. And <laughs> I tell you, if you, if you ever are concerned or if you ever get angry about the wicked, get over it. Because God will take care of the wicked. You take care of your part. You obey. <laughs> you be obedient to the word and watch what the word of God will do on your behalf. I was looking at uh, Psalms 37. The Psalm 37 and 21 says, The wicked borrows and does not repay. Sounds familiar? But the righteous show mercy and gives. The righteous are givers. For those blessed by him shall inherit the earth. But those cursed by him shall be cut off. This is scripture. Now, with saying that, you have to put it in perspective according to what comes next. Because it's prefacing, and we've been talking about prepare and repair. There's things that you're going to prepare for so that you can be repaired for other things. There's something about God preparing you for something that you need to see and need to be a part of to give an increase so that you can give to others as an increase. Remember, 
not only of the righteous merciful but they're also givers amen and we need to make sure that we're looking out for the lost we're looking out for the poor we're looking out for those that are even poor in spirit we're looking out for those that we need to make in make sure that we're we're, we're obeying the word of god and i like verse 23 because because verse 23 says the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord i like to say the steps of a good person are ordered by the Lord because that man here is universal, but we want to put it in perspective so everyone will grasp it. The steps of a righteous man, woman, are ordered by the Lord, and his delight is in the way. Oh, remember, Jesus is the way. The way. Now, look at verse 24 it says, Though he falls, amen. Talking about the righteous, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his what right hand. Now it says, though he falls, he's not utterly cast out. Why? Because the Lord holds him up, holds her up with his right hand. I have been young and now I'm old, yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants bake bread. He is. He is ever merciful and lend, and he is a descendant in his descendants, and their descendants are blessed, programmed to see. When you start looking at steps this year, we got to understand what haven't you completed that needs to be completed, or what are you trying to move away from that needs to be completed. And I'm telling you, this year we're going to look at how we're going to step up, step out, and step into and bring completion when the season is done and when God says it's time to move on. And I like this, this Psalm 37, um, verses 21 through 26, because it puts us in the way of how God wants to accomplish things in our life and gives us, oh, the way, the truth, and the life. And today, I want to also say this, that you and I can come in whatever manner that we are, and God will meet you right where you're at. Oh, I tell you, I, I, I stopped doing New Year's resolutions a long time ago because I found out trying to move before you were finished something, you were just oh, creating chaos. You are fighting something that you, uh, uh, you're trying to start something different that you are fighting against something that you didn't complete. I just said, Lord, help me. Though I'm moving into another year, I'm looking at what last year still possessed. And I want to do the right thing. And I want you to do the right thing. I want you to understand something. We've gone so much this pandemic and i'm telling you the pandemic is not the issue now it's a part of life now and the pandemic doesn't have anything to do with 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 with, with obeying god amen obedience brings increase and what we like to say in in, in, in at south Dakota is, is as you obey god begins to bring increase or bring the wherewithal for you to rise above the situation and when you rise above the situation, you're looking at how God is going to allow you to traverse some of the things. Because trials and tribulations are not going to go anywhere because of a pandemic, not going away because of sickness. But going 
trials and tribulations are going to come and, and it's going to test you as fire will test gold and bring purification purify and i uh, listen i know without a shadow of a doubt i'm still growing in the things of god and god is showing me me so that i can help me out of my circumstances and situations so that i can be a blessing and a help to my family to my loved ones to the lost and i know what we're looking at now is creating an atmosphere and environment that's conducing to win we are going to win. We're going to win. And I, I, some of us, some of us got the message. Some of us got the news, but you didn't. We are commencing a 40-day fast today. And this fast is going to be from today until March the 4th. And it's going to be a fast that is going to, to last throughout the day from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Or a representation of nine hours. And you do what you want. I don't have time to go into fast, but I, uh, uh, but I, will, I will say this. There's a purpose to every fast, and it should be. Because when you fast, you should fast to please God. And we are going to create, through this fast, an environment that's conducive for this year's step, for stepping up, for stepping out, and stepping into. And I tell you, when you start talking about fast and you're talking about this, this, this time of consecration, this time of allowing God to help us see where our life lies within the relationship we have with him. Listen, I tell you, sometimes we don't really recognize how our life evolves around <laughs> fellowship and food until the food is taken and all you have is fellowship then it becomes a challenge and i want to challenge you <laughs> this year on our first 40-day fast i want to challenge you i want you to go as long as you can i know some people on medication and some of the things you're going to there will be other challenges but do your best god this is for god do your best. And I'm going to show you in scriptures here in a few minutes. Do your best. And I want you to know when you do your best, you're doing your best in pleasing God. Fasting should please God. Fasting should please God. And I like the, the way um, the scripture in, in Isaiah 58. In Isaiah 58, it, it, it speaks of, of how we're to conduct ourselves in, when we're fasting. And, I, you know, I don't know how many have ever read this portion of Scripture. And, again, I love to go in the Old Testament and go into the uh, New Testament. And, listen, one foreshadows the other, but you got to get both sides. I just believe that. And in, in verse 1, it says, Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up your voices like a, a trumpet. Bah. Tell my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob, their sin. Mm. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways. As a nation that did righteous and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They asked me, the ordinance of justice? They, <laughs> I couldn't. they take delight in approaching God. Now, look at verse 3, because verse 3 really puts things in perspective. It says, because, listen, you have to know 
that fasting will afflict the soul. Or it's not fasting. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Fasting will cause you to be reminded of what you are fully human of. Amen. Because when you go on a fast, when you abstain from eating, you will, <laughs> you will cause your body to throw all types of alert, saying, what are you doing to me? Let me say this. When it does, you speak. You self-talk and say, I'm showing you who's in charge. The spirit man wants to bring order to my life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like that. When you talk about fasting, you talk about bringing understanding to how sometimes we are waiting for change. But we're too full of ourselves in some cases, and we don't have enough of a relationship with God to say, Lord, it's time to sacrifice. It's time to give oh, towards something that's more important than feeding your face. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, we're saying that again. If you're not afflicting the soul or the mind and will and emotion is about being put in check, then you're really not fasting. You're not pleasing God. Because, see, when you look at it, you, you got to understand you take in delight in the approaching of God. And when we talk about fasting, we need to ask the question, why are we fasting? Amen? They say, why are we fasting? And you should have not seen. Watch this. Now, because we look at verse three, verse 3 again. It says, why have we fasted? Now, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. We don't ask the question until after the fact. But we should ask during, before, during, and after. Amen. That's why I said we're going on this 40-day fast. And I'm giving you all the purpose and the wherewithal and why we're doing this. Because I need you and I to have answers to what's coming before us. Oh, yeah. When we talk about having affliction, why have we uh, afflicted our souls and you take no notice? In fact, in the day of you are fasting, you find pleasure exploiting all your labors. Let me, say so, let me say this. God wants us to acknowledge him in all of our ways so that he can provide a path for our feet. Amen? Because the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your understanding. So when you talk about giving time to God, when you start talking about withstanding and allowing your body to be, be in check, what you are saying is, Lord, I want this time of fellowship between you and I to become so intimate and so strong in, in nature that I can hear you for a change and not hear my self-righteousness and hear my self-centeredness and not hear it's what I want, but, Lord, what will you have me to do? Look at verse 4. It says, Indeed, you fast for strife and debate, and to strike with the fist of wickedness. Mm. You will not fast as you do this day. You will not fast as you do this day. In other words, it's, a, it's a going to be shift. There's a change. And I want us to understand that the shift for us is bringing understanding to what it means to give time to the Lord, abstaining for food. Oh, I'm not saying it's going to be difficult because we haven't done it in a while. As a matter of fact, a part of this fast is we're going to be praying that God will give those that are, uh, are, are, are working with us. But some of you haven't known um, the church, our church, South Tacoma, was set afire. 
And I mean, we've had bids from over $104,000 back and forth. And I'm telling you right now, we are looking for God to do the miraculous. So once again, we can come and have a service <laughs> in South Tacoma. So we're going to be praying and believing God for our miracle for, for the repair of our facility. Yes, what a mighty God we serve. You are not fast as you do this day. We're going to do it according to what brings pleasure to God. To make your voices heard on high. And to make your voices heard on, on high, you're going to withstand from food for this period of time or whatever time is, is you are able to get before God and allocate it to God. And you are going to use that time as a time of prayer, as a time of fasting, as a time of, of, of spending time. You see, in verse 5, it says, it is a fast that I have chosen. God's choosing. God has given me <laughs> a mandate to bring understanding to what we need to do to stay focused, to stay ahead, to create oh, an atmosphere and environment that conduces oh, to being what he wants us to be, to hear. Amen. Remember, we've been talking about hearing. But it's more important to listen to what we have heard so that we can uh, apply what God has provided through the authority he has provided to us to, oh, align, <laughs> become a more effective believer. Huh. Verse 5 again. It is fat. It is a fast that I have chosen. A day for a man's affliction is to afflict his soul. You see, it is to bow down to his head. Amen. My goodness. It is to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes. Now, that's Old Testament. <laughs> that's Old Testament. Amen. He turned beauty into ashes. Amen. <laughs> you are called this fast. Now, he, Isaiah is talking good stuff. He said, you will call this a fast an acceptable day of the Lord. In other words, things are shifting. It's no longer about man. It's no longer about what you, but it's about what God wants. And I tell you, when it's about what God wants, you're going to get God kind of answers. Number six, verse six says, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to under, to undo the health, the heavy burdens. Let me say that again. To <laughs> Let me say that again. To undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and take your, and take that you break every yoke. Oh, asking a question here. And that you break every yoke, free, free. We've been praying. And I said, there's one thing to pray out of bondage, and there's another thing to pray out of freedom. There's something about when you are free to pray. Because every one of us have a right to be free. There's something about praying out of the freedom of God. Or oh, when you're bound, you're praying out of bondage and you don't, you, you, you're praying out of hurt. You're praying out of fear. You're praying out, 
things that are all out of whack. But when you have relationship with God and the comfort of God, the rest of God, and you are praying and believing God, and you are fasting and understanding that, hey, ah, the, the, the flesh or, or the person, the man, is no, uh, no, is no longer in charge, but the spirit man has come to the forefront and to the surface of things. And now you're praying and you're believing God and you're seeking his faith. Oh, there's something marvelous about that. There's something go, uh, to understand that God has created <laughs> an atmosphere and environment. Oh, I tell you, I was, I was uh, praying this morning and I was saying, Lord, I will be a better person because I will trust you. And I, I just begin to weep because I, I said, Lord, I haven't always trusted you. And there was a different outcome. But when I look at outlook determines outcome, I'm beginning to recognize that that self-talk, that voice of God, and communicating and letting God know where I'm at, and because he already does. It's just God wants me to make it, make, make, make a, 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 a comprehensive approach to what he <laughs> has already done. And when you do, you're grabbing hold. <laughs> Timidity is no longer an issue. You're not fearing. <laughs> but power, love, and a sound, sound mind is, is engaged. Because when that happens, the Bible says in verse 8, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall break forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go be oh, before you. What? Your righteousness? Or your right standing with God will go before you. When you start looking at this fasting thing, when you start looking how, oh my goodness, how I, I, I remember in my younger days of fasting and, and what have you. And I, I mean, I was young in the Lord and I was trying to make sure I was doing things according to the, the will and the purpose of God. And I was just trying to be all I can be. And, and of course, I love eating. It showed. I love eating. And, and watch this. There was time where I was, I was, I was in the military at the time, and there was times where I would go into um, Burger King, um, McDonald's, whatever cl was close, and I would sit there and read my Bible and, and, and smell the, um, the burgers, the chicken. I mean, I, I couldn't eat, but it didn't say I could smell. But I was just, I was creating havoc for my, <laughs> for, for my post soul. <laughs> and and my, my spirit man said, I'm tired of fighting you. <laughs> Get out of this parking lot and go to the church parking lot where, where you can, oh, <laughs> the sweet savor of God you can smell while you're praying and believe in God. And that nip that in the bud. Amen. But I want you to know that we're going to believe God for how you and I in the next 40 days are going to try verse with the steps of God that are ordered. And I'm allowing, I like that. I'm allowing God to do everything that he did, said he would do, and how we would do it as a result of this time we're going to be spending together. Let me say this. I want us to continue to pray, oh, for the lost. I think in the midst of all of this separation and this pandemic, we've been taking on some things that I don't, uh, I, I don't believe is anything more than a distraction. And I believe we have allowed uh, even, oh, even this, this uh, um, uh, past election year where uh, everything's been media-driven and then all these other uh, things have come to become anything but what is God saying. 
And I believe this. You better hear what, what is being said and you better know what God is, is and where God is in the midst of it. Because let me say this. The enemy <laughs> doesn't take hostages. I say the enemy doesn't take hostages. But I tell you what, he, he's, he's big, but he's not bigger than God. And I want you to know if you stay with God, if you let the righteousness of God through Christ oh, be your portion, then watch this. Not only are you going not accept what the enemy has to offer, but you're going to allow yourself to be accountable to the word. And the word of God will keep you where you need to be. What a mighty God we serve. I say, what a mighty God we serve. We got prayer points. We got prayer points. And I want you to believe me. I want you to be in a, a prayer mode. Believe in God that we will be able to lift up a standard and be that standard against the enemy. In Isaiah 19, 59, 19, the scripture says, So shall there be they fear for the name of the Lord from the east, from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. We're going to be praying for the standard that will be, be lifted up against the enemy that would come in. We will not allow the enemy to run rush out in and out of our life, but there will be a standard. You and I will be the standard because the word of God is the standard and the word of God has become our portion. Listen, I too want you to recognize this. You see, God says, he will contend with those who contend with us. In Isaiah 49, 25, it says, But thus said the Lord God, even the captive of the, men, of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible be delivered. For I will contend with him who contend with you, and I will save your children. God said, if you allow him through your obedience to step before you, then he will contend with those that will contend with you and with your seed. Amen. Amen. And I believe in Isaiah 43 and 18 and 19 where God's going to do a new thing. It says here we have to recognize in verse 18 of Isaiah 43. But forget all that is <laughs> it is nothing compared to what I am going to do. Now, you got to understand, there's something about recognizing, forgetting those things that in the past, because you can't do anything about yesterday. But let me say this, what today will do is provide you with a bird's eye view through God's eye, what the, to, today you can do and what tomorrow holds. <laughs> in other words, my past doesn't determine my future. <laughs> Amen. I said my past doesn't determine my future, but my past gives me an opportunity to stay ahead of what could be a potential disaster from where I'm going. Oh, I love that. You see, in verse, verse 19, it says, I am about to do a new thing. Hmm. I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you, see, do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry <laughs> wasteland. What a mighty God we serve. <laughs> what a mighty God we serve. He will take you through a wasteland and provide 
rivers. Rivers. Nutrition. He will provide you with what you are going to need. <laughs> rivers in the desert. <laughs> Clouds are forming. I tell you, there's something about it. I think about Moses and how God brought Moses on the backside of the desert as he, after he ran for, from Pharaoh. And the first thing that God said to Pharaoh, but to uh, uh, Moses, it's time to confront Pharaoh. Why? Because the season was up in the wilderness. It's time to go and do what God has called to do. Because he wanted him to know after all that has happened, God has given him the ability to arise above the situation. In Ephesians 3.20, you know that's my favorite. It says, now to him that is able to do exceedingly. Abundantly of all that we can ask the thing according to the power that worketh within us. You have an authority. I said you have an authority, a divine authority through the word of God. And when we're looking at this fast, we're looking at how God is going to give us the ability to rise above the situation. To rise above the situation. It's my uh-uh, O-U-I. I said it's my O-U-I. Step up. Step out, come on, step out and step in. And we're going to do all three of them simultaneously. At whatever juncture you are and where God has you, you're going to step up. Amen. You're going to step out. And you're going to step into the will of God. And you're going to accomplish all that. I mean, we're going to be giving others a scripture. But I'm telling you, obedience brings increase. And we're looking at God to do the miraculous in our lives and in the lives of people. Listen, I'm asking God like never before, Lord, how in this circumstance and situation where we've been separated, how are we going to look at the, the situation of the loss because it hasn't changed? The enemy has tried to strip us of our voice. But God, I thank God, Facebook, <laughs> amen, Twitter, <laughs> YouTube, all these methods that we can use. I tell you what, if you're not looking for, for God to do something and you are getting complacent, something's wrong with you. It's time for you to make sure that you are not compromising and you are not looking at a ways to, to be lazy, a, a ways to be distracted. This is a time where you can spend time with God or in your prayer closet. Listening to what God is saying and how he's saying. And this fast is going to help you because let me tell you something. It's amazing how we, when we, don't, we, when we can't eat, we have to find something else to do. We, we get nervous as if we're going to do something wrong. That's the time to, to not fear. But power, love, and a sound mind, sound mind. Oh, Jesus, we love you, Jesus. We love you. We've got to move on to Listen. We're going, it, there's more to follow, but I just want you to know that this morning, I'm asking God, I'm asking God for new revelation, more revelation. I'm asking God to help us as a body in South Tacoma to see what and where the lost is and how to reach them. We want to be in really strong. And outwardly focused. We want to take those things. We don't want, I mean, listen, you and I got neighbors, we got friends, we got folks on Facebook, we got all these things. I'm telling you right now, listen to what they're saying. Amen? Listen to what they're saying and capture it. And before you open up your mouth, pray into it and begin to allow God. Oh, 
to speak into your life and you allow the wisdom of God to speak into the life of those that you are listening for because of what you've heard them say. And I'm telling you, your life will not be the same. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. I said earlier that we were going to take time to take communion. And listen, we, we at home, my family, we do communion. And I tell you, I, I, this, it's, this, it, it gives me a, a great thrill to know that we're going to take communion this, this morning together over the airways. So I pray you got your bread. I pray you got your cup. And I want us to take time to, um, to partake. So hey, grab a hold of your, your, your bread. Amen. Grab a hold of your bread. Yeah. I got my bread. Amen. I got my cup. But I got to read too. Amen. Now, with saying that, a time to take communion, a time to, to honor and remain remembrance of God. And in 1 Corinthians 11 chapter, starting with verse 23, the scripture says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Amen. He took bread. Now, we all know that this was a time when Jesus got the disciples together and they sat down and they broke bread. Amen. And the scripture says at that time in verse 24, he had them give thanks. Amen. As he took the bread, he gave, he took, amen. And when he had give thanks, he broke it. And he said these words, take, eat. Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Amen. And I like to say this as we have partaken of the bread. Amen. The brokenness of Jesus gives us, amen, the ability to see not only his brokenness, but what he can do as a result of his brokenness in remembrance of the sacrifice that went with him. And then the same scripture in verse 25 says, in the same manner, he also took the cup. Amen. The cup. He took the cup at the supper, saying, this cup is a new testament in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Now, we partook in Jesus' name. We partook of the bread. Now I want us to partake of the cup. And I want us to pray now. Because the Bible says, he took the bread, broke it, gave thanks, said eat, and remember me. Then he took the cup. And he said, this cup represents the New Testament in my blood. It represents, oh, the New Testament. It represents the, what? New Testament. Uh, the new way. 
It represents the way, the truth, and the life. It represents the ability now to embrace the blood of Jesus, to embrace him for healing, oh, for deliverance, oh, for, for, for oh, my goodness, for commitment, for agreement. It represents all those things. And I know you and I are always looking for, for what Christ can do for us. Let's look at what we can do for the lost as a result of what Christ has done for us. I think in, in so many ways, I, I, I'm, I'm have so God short because I haven't done all I thought <laughs> were possible. Because I've, uh, in some cases, I've not even uh, come nowhere near what God, I, for me. I know sometimes we say we're hard on ourselves, but sometimes I think we're not hard enough on ourselves because we come sometimes get lazy, we get complacent, when all God wants us to do is be in the midst of what he's doing regardless of the circumstance and situation of trials. In John 16, 33, he says, In me you have peace. In this world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. And because <laughs> you have peace in me, that makes all the difference in what you will accomplish as a result of who you become in Jesus. You, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. <laughs> any person be in Christ, let me put it that Any person be in Christ, they are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And I'm telling you right now, there's something about recognizing, oh, that you have, and I now have partook of the bread and the cup, and what it represents now is a remembrance of what Christ has done. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the broken body of Jesus. And you and I are to celebrate. I said, we are to celebrate. We ought to serve one another. We ought to connect and be whatever God has called us to be so that we can unify. Oh, we can be one body. Oh, win one mind and one spirit. Oh, one God, one faith, one baptism. Oh, that's something. Oh, beautiful. There is something beautiful about what Christ has done. Oh, I thank Jesus. Oh, for all. He has done. Oh, I, I, I feel like shouting. I feel like, oh, singing, uh-uh, oh, the blood of Jesus. I feel like the things that we, we are, have been missing just, just burst out. I mean, and I pray you, after now you have taken communion, you will oh, celebrate in your house. Oh, and continue to take communion throughout the week. Don't just wait for a one-time ordeal or when church does it. Do it daily because it says as, as often as you do. You do show his death, burial, and resurrection until he returns. Let's pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we come and we ask, God, that you will continue to break all the yokes, bondage in the lives of your people. Lord, we, we lift up, God, the bloodstained banner. We lift up the things that are going to matter the most, Lord, in these times. Lord, I thank you for you are soon to come. And, Lord, we are awaiting your arrival. But, Lord, we want to be at work while we're waiting. We don't want to be stagnant. We don't want those things that, God, you've called us to do. 
to be forgotten. But Lord, I thank you for this time of fasting. I thank you for this time of, of believing you for the things that, Lord, only you can provide. Lord, I thank you for all that you oh, will accomplish this day. We love you, Lord. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you haven't given your life to Christ, all you have to do is accept Jesus as Savior and Lord of your life. Repent of your sin. Oh, believe he died on the cross and he will accept you. Amen. And I tell you, there's something about recognizing what will happen as a result of the, the acceptance. You have access to kingdom. His kingdom come. Huh. His kingdom come. His will be done in your life. Oh, blessings. I said blessings. What a mighty God we serve. Let's take time to pray in closing. Father, right now, this day represents the day that you have made. Lord, I pray that we will look beyond ourselves oh, and into the kingdom as you've given us access to. But Lord, we will look through your eyes and see the lost. See those that are recognized. Oh, there's something not right, but they don't know what it is. Lord, I pray for the, your voice. Oh, your voice become our voice. And as we speak for the sound, Lord, lives will be changed. Lord, we lift up our president. Oh, we lift up his family. We lift up our military, the men and women that are serving these United States Armed Forces, God. We lift up God, oh, the first responders. We lift up those that are, are looking, God, oh, to be a part of our community that brings change. And, Lord, I thank you right now. Oh, and Lord, as these things are rolling out and as these things are being said and done, whether it be through the vaccine or with, Lord, I pray, God, yet every day we would listen for your voice. We would listen for what you will say in the midst of all of this. And Lord, I pray, God, that you would allow South Dakota to be a force to be reckoned with. Let us be, God, a stakeholder in our community. Let us become, Lord, that which will be. Lord, a blessing to our community. Lord, your will be done in our lives. We love you. We say thank you. Lord, I pray and bless you, oh, your people. Oh, I bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to find out more information about our church, give online, or just stay connected throughout the week, visit us on the web by clicking the link in the description. We look forward to being with you next week.